Let's talk about another mass shooting that you're almost certainly not familiar with. As I think everybody knows at this point, there's a massive disparity in the way that these events are reported. So it really kind of depends on the characteristics of the perpetrator and if it fits with the mainstream media narrative, because they, they really like to cover these events where lots of people are shot so that they can exploit it in order to you know, infringe upon gun rights and talk about how nobody should have guns except for the government and the police. Well, it all changes though if the the wrong sort of um, characteristics are in place. So if the if they should have used a handgun instead of a rifle, it's probably not going to get covered very much because they're, they're really into the rifles first. They like to do the slippery slope thing. Um, <laughs> and then if it's a black shooter, also not going to be covered. If it's a trans shooter, definitely not going to be covered. Um, and, and it really has become kind of a joke because you, you see these stories come out like, so it's pretty much as they're happening and you can judge what the characteristics likely are on the basis of how quickly they disappear from the news cycle. So in this case, this was uh, Kim Brady Carriker, a 40-year-old man who on July 3rd shot dead four men and a 15-year-old boy in southwest Philadelphia and he also shot two boys, aged 2 and 13, in the legs. They both survived, but I, I can't tell you how they'll be affected in the long term from that, you know, physically. There's no information available. So, this shooter though, as you might suspect, was a black man who was also somewhat trans. And I say somewhat because he was doing the cross-dressing thing, we know that for sure, but he was kind of in and out of dresses, like he couldn't fully decide whether he wanted to go all in on the fad or not. But he was at least part there some of the time. Yeah, one of those people. So, um, and it's more than the transvestite thing, from, from what I can tell, it kind of goes further, but I digress. He can fit in the LGBT camp. Uh, Karaka had actually regularly posted about supporting Black Lives Matter on his social media pages, which is ironic considering that he went into a neighborhood of mostly black people and started shooting individuals at random but then again you know the black lives matter movement has never really been that intellectually consistent that's really not their thing either so maybe it just fits uh this guy did post a variety of different pro-trump and pro-gun memes so clearly he's disturbed but that was already evident from his attempt to transition anyway, so we already kind of knew that he was disturbed. In fact, one could say that that was evident from the fact that he decided to randomly start shooting people in order to, quote, clean up the streets, unquote. But then again, you could say that about everyone who commits a mass shooting, that they're clearly mentally ill in some regard, right? That's not like a sane thing to do, let's just go out in the streets and shoot people and just think it's going to work out in some kind of grand plan. That, that, that doesn't make sense. That's not sane. Uh, and yet, and yet we come back to the fact that shootings like this one are not covered. I mean, if, if all of these different mass shootings, to use the, the popular term of the day, were treated equally in terms of media coverage, this would be something that would be huge. You know, you've got two uh, young boys that were shot. You've got a 15-year-old that was killed. Um, you had a crime scene that covered an area of two by four blocks. Apparently there were around 50 different spent shell casings that were used. It was reported that he used an AR style rifle, you know, because that's how they report it. Um, and all of that. 
So there's plenty there that they could go on, but they won't because it's it's really not about reporting the fact that lives have been lost and the fact that a tragedy has taken place. It's all about promoting taking away people's people's rights, their rights to self-defense, and, and otherwise they're not interested in covering these stories. And yes, I, maybe I would be remiss if I didn't mention, of course, we, we have had multiple different... I mean, when you look at these, these mass shootings, you, you see mental illness in some regard in, in all of them, as I've kind of slightly alluded to already. And one of the things there is, well, to what effect do the psychiatric medications that are so popular in our society now have upon that? Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, because then you have the, well, did, did the, was the person already psychotic beforehand and the drugs just didn't work, or did the drugs institute it? But with these increasing trans shooters, you have to look at the other angle of, well, this these, these trans shooters are receiving uh, drugs that mess with the hormones, which we know that, that doing so, that altering the hormones can result in increases in aggression and instability of various types. So then you have to ask the question, well, oh, is, is the fact that the person is already struggling with a delusion, i.e. I'm of the opposite sex, which is a delusion, um, is that, was that fundamentally the problem? Or did it just, did the person get worse and get more violent because they're on a, a drug cocktail that is unsafe? These are questions that we can't really fully explore and there's very little interest in anyone wanting to because it's so politically incorrect. But there's an increase in trans shooters, and by capita the population, it's getting kind of um, hard to miss the number of these mass shootings that are taking place with trans individuals as perpetrators, including in schools. So this is something that we should be paying attention to. Instead, the media wants to look the other way, and that's why I thought that you'd want to know.